0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it.
1: Well, if you look at this, I am disgusted. Look, it's a drive-through vaccination center, lovely people trying to get the booster, into people's arms because the government ordered too many of them and if we don't get into people's arms we don't get paid. Trying to save the nation and what do we have? Conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers doing this sort of thing. Pulling this sort of stunt. You see it? You see it? Do you want fries with that? This is no laughing matter. This may be a drive-through but it is not a McDonald's. It is for the booster and people tell me all the time if I hadn't had my 450 boosters, the COVID I got four times would have been so much worse. You know, this is the sort of—I just heard one of them, the morons, go up to the pull-in and ask if there was any happy meals available. This is not a laughing matter, and we need to clamp down on conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers, who this I sort of thing
2: is a joke. Do you want to frighten that?
3: You think it's wrong to discriminate on the basis of religious faith?
2: Absolutely, Senator. Why
3: did you argue that religious services, religious people pose a greater risk of infection than people gathered to to argue for defunding the police?
2: I was representing my client, the mayor, and consulting epidemiologists had issued orders that she thought were going to protect public health. It was my role to defend those as a... Record. Why did you
3: make that argument? This seems like a strange argument to me, that religious people are somehow, what, more infectious than, than folks who have other ideological positions? I don't get it.
2: My understanding was the nature of singing and other things epidemiologists thought could transmit COVID at a higher rate. You didn't rate. put any
3: scientific evidence in the record for it?
2: Senator, those were fast-moving cases, and they weren't going to full briefing and full summary judgment with a record. That's not what
3: the district court said. The district court said that you engaged in, and your client engaged in, and you, defend, you defended discrimination on the basis of religious belief. I'm disappointed you made those arguments. I'm disappointed you persisted in defending them here today. And for that reason, among others, I will not support your nomination.
1: They were sending him over to Ireland, to a little village in Ireland, and there he was to make contact with another agent. They didn't know each other, so he had to have some method of recognition. So he was told that when he got there, uh, and finally met this man he was to say it's a beautiful day today but it'll be a better day tomorrow so he made his way to this tiny village and decided the best place to start he walked into the local pub said to the bartender "Uh, where would i find uh, murphy and the bartender said well if it's murphy the bootmaker you want he's in the second floor across the street he said, then there's Murphy the farmer. He's just a half a mile down the road and on the left-hand side. And he said, uh, my name is Murphy. And the agent said, well, it's a beautiful day today, but it'll be better tomorrow. Oh, he says, it's Murphy the spy you want.
3: I'm going to go to Senator Butler that every child gets a know your rights presentation. Is that before or after you release them to labor traffickers? Have you read that children are scrubbing dishes, they are operating heavy machinery, they are delivering, delivering meals, they are harvesting coffee, they are working construction, they are working as housekeepers, they are working overnight shifts at plants, almost all of it illegally. Are you aware of that? Yes. Do the Know Your Rights presentation help them in those situations?
4: Senator O R R. uh...
3: That's a yes or no, I think. Do you really think that you're helping these children by releasing them to labor traffickers and yes, sex traffickers, 85,000 children whom you have no contact with and your answer is, we gave them a presentation before we turned them over to these people who are exploiting them on a scale not seen in this country for a hundred years. It's a disgrace.
4: This country is falling apart. And if we don't stop corruption in courtrooms, where attorneys are gagged, where attorneys are not allowed to say what they need to say to protect their clients' interests. It doesn't matter what your politics are. Everyone has a right in this country to get up and put a defense. I don't care who you are. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can put objections on the record. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at and I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear, I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not gonna tolerate it here. And you know what, you shouldn't either.
5: day to you, this is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio, episode 241, to appear on November 11th, 2023. Thank you for listening today. Not sure how you got here, whether it was from your podcast source or from our website, but let me mention how to get a hold of us, and that'll connect you to our website. I have a phone number and a... In an email. The email is Lou L O U at No dot com. That's our website, no com, where we put our former podcasts and also articles I've written for a weekly mag a weekly newspaper called Territorial Dispatch. Uh you can go online to get that, territorialdispatch.com if you want to look at the paper, or if you want to just read my articles, you can go there and get those as well. So that's no hostages radio dot com and um so you can as i mentioned you can reach me at the email at lou at no hostages radio dot com or you could text me or call me on my cell phone which i'm on the left coast in california at 530-713-1838 once again 530-713-1838 uh obviously uh, there may be a time difference with some of you folks, but um, Reach out to me if you wish or if you have something you think would be interesting for me to include on one of the shows or change in the show or correction. Uh, I'm open to all of that, so have at it. Uh, we also do a live show. If uh, if you go over to the website, uh, you can see a Listen Live uh, icon there, rectangle, rectangle, and if you click on that from 9 9- or excuse me from ten a m to one in in the afternoon, there's a live show there from k m y c in Northern California here. Not sure whether you're fired up about that or not, but just thought I'd let you know that in case you wonder what that live what's that live button about? Well, that's for live with Lou. We call it live with Lou on the live show, and then we call it no hostages radio here so thank you um and I hope you're okay. I know it's a troubling time. I, you know, when I say, How, how's it going? You know, we say these greetings. How's it going? How you doing? Uh, I know everybody uh, is having a tough time in a lot of ways, either either economically or the uh, restriction on our freedom. Or you've uh, had some lost loved ones die during the COVID. Or they took the jab and they're sick or they're damaged, uh, vaccine damaged. I'm sorry about all that, but it's time to, like, deal with what's before us, and I'm going to do my best to educate you on what I know. I don't know everything, but I do know um, I can do something, and I, I'm i trying to have an influence here uh, before I'm out of here, and so doing the best I can to let people know what I know about, and maybe it would help them make some critical decisions in their own life. So this is um, election time and for, not for here in California but in some other states and and over the news last night there were I think it was Virginia, Mississippi and Kentucky were three states that had some uh, primaries uh and it looked like democrats uh did very well uh, I just I didn't read the articles yet or listen to any YouTube I just saw some headlines. So uh, I'll talk some about that and about some of the reaction to that. But I want to talk about elections in general and let you know that uh, Joseph Stalin, who I'm going to give you a couple comments about Joseph Stalin to start today. He was one of the uh, premier uh, dictators of the Soviet Union, what we used to call the USSR. And uh, Joseph Stalin was the the premier or prime minister or president of uh, Russia during World War II. And he ushered in communism uh, to not include just Russia as a communist country. In other words, communism has uh, had already started under Lenin in the early 1900s. It was 1917 or 1913 or something. But Stalin, as a communist Russia, expanded the uh, communist Russia to the USSR, which included a a myriad of countries in Eastern Europe uh, that made it a massive, massive nation. And so uh, Joseph Stalin was fond of saying this. Those who vote decide nothing. Those who decide the votes decide everything are those who count the votes. Those who vote decide nothing. Those who count the votes decide everything. And there's been, uh, since the Trump steal, the the uh, stealing of the, the election that would have elected Trump the second time, there's been ongoing controversy and um, wrangling lawsuits all over the United States. And today, there are, that is continuing uh, from the election that just occurred. I think Arizona actually had some elections as well. So we've had uh, equipment break failures. We've had people's uh, election clerks send out the wrong ballots. Uh, there has been it's been a mess. And uh, someone said it's important to count your own ballots. It, and it, it I'd never seen it that never seen it put that way. Because really what we've done when we get went to machines is we voted and we turned over the counting to bureaucrats and machines, which is very dangerous. It's better if the citizenry counts their own ballots in their own local uh, jurisdictions. So it says, Joseph Stalin said, the vote, those who vote decides anything. Those who count the votes decide everything. The other thing I wanted to mention to you, and this uh, just shows you the power of uh what's going on today, many people think we're a a, a uh a democrat or a capitalist nation, a demo- democracy. But really, even though we have those types of names like republican democracy, in, in many ways we're communist. And I want to uh, just remind you that when an election is stolen, that is a communist move. That's a communist move. And elections have been uh, being stolen long, long, long ago. We're not just having that experience in our generation. There's constantly a desire to cheat, and that's just sinful nature of mankind. The other thing that's going on that is very dangerous— and it's relatively new. Most people think in the United States we have a unique judicial system where the concept is you're innocent when you're arrested or accused of something. You're innocent until you're proven guilty by a jury of your peers or or the judge. And you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to to defense. And you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to take the stand or not take the stand there, You have a lot of rights involved in yourself as a person that's accused. And again, you're innocent supposedly until proven guilty that is unique to America. Pretty much. However, there is a saying from Joseph Stalin, Joseph Stalin's era, show me the man and I'll show you the crime Say it again. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. What does that mean? That means that if somebody uh, is getting on your nerves or you don't appreciate or causing you problems and you're in power, you can actually construct a crime that that man has done uh, illegally and you can put together evidence and find him guilty and prosecute. Prosecute, find him guilty, and punish him. This slogan, show me the man and I'll show you the crime, became um, famous or infamous through a guy named Henry, for a guy named, excuse me, Laventry Berea. I talked about him a few weeks ago, but I want to talk about him again because we have criminality, uh, not in, only in our elections, but now in the j- judicial branch. So Berea, the most ruthless and longest-serving secret police chief in Joseph Stalin's reign of terror, you might think, well, what does that mean, reign of terror? Well, they over—they overturned many, many countries, took over their countries, put in new administration in their countries, but they also assassinated many, many people. The Russians themselves believe that Joseph Stalin was responsible for killing 25 million of their own people to get uh, control and custody of the Russian nation. So the longest serving and most ruthless of secret service police or police chiefs in the reign of terror of, of Russia and Eastern Europe used to brag that he could prove criminal conduct on anyone, even the most innocent person. Show me the man, and I'll show you the crime, was Berea's infamous boast. He served as deputy premier from 1941 until Stalin's death in 1953, or about a dozen years, supervising the expansion of the gulags, those are prisons, and other secret detention facilities for political purposes. He became part of a post-Stalin, that means after Stalin, short-lived ruling Troika, until he was executed for treason after Nikita Khrushchev's coup d'etat in 1953. Some of you may not be old enough to remember this, but Nikita Khrushchev was the premier of Russia, while John Kennedy, who was assassinated, uh, was the president of the United States for a short time. They had... uh, international conflict between the two of them. In fact, Nikita Khrushchev, I can't remember where he was speaking. Maybe it was before the United Nations. Maybe it was before our own Congress. But he became so angry that he took his shoe off and beat it on the pulpit that he was speaking on. Berea targeted, his his technique was to target the man first. In other words, they just pick a man and say, he's causing me problems. He's a pain in the rear. We need to get rid of him. So then they would construct a theory on how to frame him and get rid of him. Now, if this st- sounds a lot like the Russian collusion and, tr- and framing Donald Trump. That's a, the technique is exactly what we're talking about here. Berea targeted the man first. He's talking about any man then proceeded to find or fabricate a crime to go with that man. Berea's M.O., which means modus operandi, which means the method he used, was to presume the man guilty and fill in the blanks later. By contrast, under the United States Constitution, there's a presumption of innocence that emanates from the 5th, 6th, 14th amendments and set forth in coffin versus United States, 1895. So what's going on with Donald Trump? If you remember, he was a lot of people's friend. I put question, you know, quotes around friend because he, he was uh, generous with many people and they praised him for it. That doesn't mean they're friendly towards him, but even the Clintons were friendly towards Donald Trump. And uh, everyone, you always wonder what people's motives are. But the bottom line is the day he came down that es- escalator in one of his buildings and announced his candidacy, people lined up to be his enemy. And they began to construct crime after crime after crime after crime after crime that this guy has done and then take him to court to try to make public service as a, an elected official, so arduous, so painful, so miserable, so unfulfilling and so unsuccessful that he would quit. My guess is there's probably not another guy like Trump in the United States. I can't speak for other countries, but I had on on the, on the dashboard, if you want to use that COVID term on my dashboard of leaders in the United States, nobody lives up to Trump. I'm not saying anybody's perfect, or anybody's all bad. I'm just saying to you that Trump has been targeted Berea style, Leventry Berea. He's been targeted. And not only has he been targeted by political machines and public relations and marketing firms, but he's been targeted by corrupt district attorneys, attorney generals, FBI leaders and actually judges that are as crooked as can be. And the beauty of Donald Trump is that it's bringing them all out. Have you ever walked into a house or you walked turned over a rock? You walked into a house and turned on the light and cockroaches and and critters run everywhere. That's what we're seeing all over America. You kind of thought like I did, maybe that America wasn't perfect, but it was pretty darn good. I was born here, I've been raised here, and there's a lot of things I appreciate about what we still have in the United States of America, but but the fact is, it's rotten in the core. And I no longer believe that when you go into court, you're going to get a fair hearing from the judge or anybody else. And I no longer believe that, public, uh, that uh, district attorneys are going to be honest and fair about determining whether there really is a case against you or they just try to put a, make a case against you. District attorneys are not supposed to make cases against somebody. That's this idea of I'll show you the crime. District attorneys are supposed to be unbiased and be as much as for the person it's arrested in the sense that if there's no evidence, they shouldn't be held, like being arrested false imprisonment etc but what we have now is all these attorneys that George Soros has funded around the united states and others that are extremely liberal that no longer take these kind of protections the 5th 6th and 14th amendments seriously but they just uh they just do a legal hatchet job on people like donald trump so i'll leave that there i'll come back to some of the election Uh, disasters that are already being reported, not by right-wing extremist conspiracies, but by they're being reported by the people involved in the election. It's a mess. If you've been under any illusion of late that somehow green energy is going to save the universe, you're wrong. It's an entire fraud. Green energy completely is a fraud. Climate change completely is a fraud. The fact that you have electric cars running around and supposedly they are saving the planet, that is a fraud. Fossil if I, I'll call them fossil fuel cars or gas powered cars. They aren't there's no such thing as fossil fuel. I'll just say gas-powered vehicles and oil sustained manufacturing plants are the best that we've ever come up with, and we haven't come up with anything better. Wind wind power, solar power, none of those powers work. Water powers work, gas power works, and I'm talking about natural gas. There's some of those powers that works. So there's a picture here. Have you ever driven down I-5? Whether you're from California or not, I-5 is, has become the main for- thoroughfare. Not the only thoroughfare, major thoroughfare, but I-5 has become the major thoroughfare north and south, up and down the coast, uh, up and down the the left states, Washington, Oregon, all the way down to Mexico through California. If you're driving from northern California to Mexico, you'll come near a place called the Harris Ranch. I haven't been down I-5 in years. The Harris Ranch used to be a big feedlot where they fed thousands of steers getting ready for slaughter and there was a smell before long before you saw the harris ranch you smelled the harris ranch and if if you're not used to country living and you're a city girl or city boy you might like freak out like what in the world that's that strong of a smell even if your your windows are rolled up and the air con is on there is a tesla supercharger station they call it at the Harris Ranch. It's massive. Big parking lot with with hookups for Teslas. 98 charging bays. The facility, it's, it's actually called Coalinga, California. I have a friend that lives there. It's right on the freeway. You can see the freeway right over the, the 98 charging bays. It's the largest charging station in the world. And do you know what it's powered by? Not powered by green energy, not powered by solar energy, not powered by wind energy. It's powered by diesel. I want you to just process that and think about it. And we're going to come right back after we play you a few clips for your education.
2: government
1: caused inflation. Over the years, our leaders adopted something called the new economics, based on a belief that a little inflation each year created prosperity. But each time, the economic disruption caused by inflation triggered another round of recession and high unemployment. The government reacted not like your family would by putting its own house in order, but by spending, borrowing, and printing more money.
6: Grandpa. Grandpa! Grandpa! Huh? I think it's time that we had
7: um kind of a difficult conversation with you.
8: You know how much we love you, right?
7: Right. And I love you, too.
8: And we only want what's best for you.
7: Mm-hmm. It's, it's becoming more and more clear to us that we can't take care of you the way that you need to be taken care of. Why
8: are you talking like that? I'm fine. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> Let's be honest here, you're getting older, and things happen.
7: You get confused, you forget where you are.
8: You fall down.
7: You need to go someplace where they can take care of you.
8: Where people your age go.
7: I think it's time for you to run for U.S. Senate. No! How can you do this to me? I still have a lot of good years left.
8: Of course you do, Grandpa. But... Just think, you'll be with people your own age.
7: You'll have a staff. They can take really good care of you. You know, they can whisper in your ear how to vote, you know? Just say
6: aye.
8: <laughs> aye. <laughs> and and you don't even have to serve out the full six-year term. I mean, in four years, you'll be 96. You could run for president.
7: I, I understand your concern, but I'm fine. Really, I'm fine.
8: Grandpa,
7: hey. Grandpa, are you Grandpa. okay? <sighs> he's, just, he's just McConnelling again.
8: I just—I never know what to do.
7: You just have to wait it out. He's gonna—he's gonna come back any second. What? What? <laughs> what are you staring at?
8: It happened again, Grandpa. What? You McConnell. I didn't McConnell. Maybe you
7: McConnell. We oh, didn't McConnell, Grandpa. We were sitting here talking to each yeah. other. You can't talk to each other when you're McConnelling. Mhm. I'm sorry.
8: Besides, you—you you went all.
7: Really? Look, look, you're gonna love it there. You're gonna love it there.
8: And we'll come visit.
7: Okay, I guess. If
9: you think it's best. We do. Mm -hmm. But I'm not serving on any of those lame committees like ethics. I want something cool. Like Ways and Means.
8: Yeah.
9: Or
10: Ways and Means.
8: Yeah. Yeah.
7: gotta get three or four terms left. Hi
10: there. My name is, whatever, unimportant. What's important is I am running for Senate and I need your. Hi
6: Hi there. My name is grandpa. Do you want your electricity costs to go up? I'm Randy Thomason with your SaveCalifornia.com Minute. Just say no to PG&E's money grab. The Newsom-appointed California Public Utilities Commission, CPUC, is scheduled to vote November 16 on two thieving items, a 26% rate hike for all PG&E customers and a statewide hike in the cost of solar energy for renters, small farmers, and schools. Call Gavin Newsom's office at 916-445-2841. 916-445-2841, 916-445-2841, urge Newsom tell the CPUC to oppose all rate hikes and solar steals. These are your appointees and this is on your watch. See more at SaveCalifornia.com, championing your values in California.
0: So me and the girl uh, hang
3: out, we watch a lot of documentaries. Last one we watched was about Lance Armstrong. So going in the movie, kind of thought we all thought about Lance Armstrong, which is maybe he's a piece of garbage, but now that I've seen the movie, it's a little more complicated than that cuz look, he won the Tour de France 7 times on drugs every time. But because of that, he was able to raise 100 million dollars for cancer research. Say what you want about the guy, but he figured out a way to do drugs for charity. That's
7: something.
10: <laughs> do you remember or September
5: back for our second of uh, six segments and I want to give a shout out to elite universal security who we desperately need them and as many security firms as we can get to help us uh, manage a lawless community today we have people just walk up and destroy your building take things from your building steal your car knock your window out of your car with a with a steel hammer or something, and just break right in no right in broad daylight, no problem. Uh, get under your car while you're having lunch at a restaurant during the day, and just cut the uh, catalytic converter off. Uh, steal your car. Uh, California is has the uh, some of the top cities in the United States for car thefts and car break-ins. Elite Universal Security was created years ago by a guy named Monty Hecker uh, as he came out of the Air Force to provide a security service where people could not keep a handle on their own business. People just kept coming in to mess with them. You know, the concept of vandalism or the concept of stealing uh, equipment off your farm or your, your industry or breaking in and stealing products that are in storage in your industry. So if you need help like that, they're located in Yuba County, but they're doing work all over Northern California, all, all the way up to the Oregon border. So if you need help with a security company, from a security company, you can call them at 530-749-0280. 530-749-0280. You can go on their website at Elite. E-L-I-T-E, UniversalSecurity.com, and you can find out what they're up to, where they are. And uh, you can also get hired by them. They are looking for workers around Northern California. So maybe you're not living where I'm sitting, which is in Yuba County, but you're up in another county. They may have jobs over there that if you want to do some extra work, you want to do some part-time work, 10 hours, 20 hours, 30 hours a week, you can do that. So you can call them at 530-749-0280. There is a few hoops to jump through, some educational things that they'll put you through, Get to get you what they call a guard card. But they'll make you legit and put you to work. So check it out, and I think you'll be happy. I'm just talking uh, to my friend Ted Holmes, who I'll talk about later with his business, The Plumbing Doctor. We're talking about Will Fanning, who just built us a beautiful gate. Uh, uh, wrought iron gate to go on this fence we built to finish off the remodeling of a uh, seven plex we're going to use in downtown Marysville and uh, all power services is fixing all your power equipment needs from the very smallest thing like a weed eater or a power tool that's not working right all the way up to big rigs but they're really focusing a lot they're trying to generate a lot more business on the power tools uh right now because they hired a bunch more people so anything like if you got a chainsaw that needs sharpened, you got a chainsaw that's just not firing up when you pull the you pull on it or or if it's sputtering or it's just not it doesn't have the zip that it once did, weed eaters, any kind of power trimmers, mowers, riding mowers, push mowers, all the mowers uh, water blasters, pressure washer type things—they're good at all that. They're good at any type of thing that has power connected to it. So, uh, give them a shout out there in South Yuba City, and they are 1469 Stewart Road. That's S-T-E-W-A-R-T, and it's right off Highway 99, just south of Yuba City. I'm going to give you two phone numbers. One is a number. The first one you can you can uh, call or text. The second one you can call it's a landline. So the first one's 530-844-0347, for calls and text. And the second one is a landline 530-790-5100, 790 So give them a shout out and they will uh they will take your broken stuff and give it right back to you. So I was mentioning how these chargers are a loser. I just saw another video that it, it was more video than talk. So I didn't want to uh, hook it up to this program, but it showed cars in the middle of the night, like midnight and these cars were circling a parking lot and they were, or maybe not so much circling, but they were lined up in circles trying to get in to use chargers and, uh, you can't just fill up like filling up at a gas station in five minutes. Once you get the thing in the in your tank, they're going to sit there for thirty minutes or an hour. And there were all kinds of cars. I can't believe they're they're actually putting up with this. But people cannot get their cars charged. So I'm just going to leave that there. And uh, if any of you any of you thinking about doing an electric car, I just I think it's a really bad bad choice particularly well i don't want to get it too deep in it i'm going to talk about uh, SaveCalifornia.com. it's a campaign for children and families that's randy thomason's group this is called insider news i get this once or twice a week it's a great short very short and to the point beefy newsletter and uh, he said if you're disappointed with tuesday's election results you're not alone god knows the united states is a divided and sick Country, and that anyone not on his side is on the side of the flesh, the world, and the devil. Well, what can you do about it? First, he said we must understand our election crisis. There are two big problems with elections in our country today natural and artificial. The natural problem is people. People vote badly, which comes in several forms. Sometimes they just don't know what they're doing, they're ignorant. Other times they have idolatry. They worship a person. They like a personality, partly or practice. They or they or they worship a party, like they're Democrats and you are Republican. They say, "Yeah, I just vote straight Republican. I don't even know these people. I'm just going to go R R R R R, or I'm going to go D D D D D." Those are crazy. It's a terrible way to to run a country. Or a certain practice, such, a, such as devotion to union bosses. Oh, that guy's a union guy. Or the right, maybe you're a vote where if, if a person believes in killing babies, that's your guy or gal. The third thing is prostitution, based primarily on fear, covetousness, and false signif- significance. You prostitute yourself out. Now, that's the natural problems. Ignorance, idolatry, prostitution. He says, yes, voter sins are a major reason why baby killing won in Ohio and an unconstitutional Democrat won, re- was reelected in Kentucky. But there's another big reason. And he brings up, there's, remember, the natural and artificial. So the artificial reason is when the election is process is weakened or corrupted. He says, as, uh, as constitutional conservatives notice in 20 and 22 the el- elections, the elimination of one-day voting, rising opposition, opposition to hand-counting of ballots, and the advent of universal mail-in voting, unmanned ballot boxes, drop boxes, alterable computers, along with unconstitutional bureaucrats, have all opened the door to election fraud or theft which is crying out to be investigated, exposed, and overcome in a very public way and quickly, but it isn't. He says, and this is what I would say, without honest elections, constitutional conservatives are losing hope, and this pressing problem needs to be exposed now and fixed in early 2024. Dude, I don't even know whether it's fixed, fixable. So he's saying play please take action immediately. So normally I don't give out a lot of details with numbers and digits and stuff, but I am today. Mike Johnson was just elected. He's from a Louisiana. He's a Congressman from Louisiana. He was elected as speaker of the house to replace the dethroned Kevin McCarthy and the, and Nancy Pelosi's position. Basically she's had it for a long time. Mike Johnson's phone number. I'm going to give him your, I'm going to give you his number. You can leave him a simple message, and I'm going to tell you what to say. Make it simple. I'm going to give you the number. It's 202-225-2777. I'm going to give it to you once more, 202-225-2777. You can leave this message something like this. I'm calling to urge Mike Johnson to create an election fraud subcommittee to publicly expose this huge problem. Very simple, isn't it? He has the power in the Congress to create an election fraud subcommittee. Again, you're saying I'm I'm hello, I'm calling to urge Mike Johnson to create an election fraud subcommittee to publicly expose the huge problem. Now, you may not know all your presidents in order. I don't. But I I learn uh, I they usually stick in my mind once I learn something significant about them. Like, oh, this one got assassinated. Oh, this one was a bad, a really bad president. This one was really saved the country economically. Right. So this is a a, a, a quote by James Garfield. He was the twenty twentieth 20th U.S. president, 1881. And he was a very strong Christian man, James Garfield. You can think of it if, if uh, Lincoln's 16, 16th president, Garfield was 20th, okay? He says this. This is very good. Now more, Now more than ever, the people are responsible for the character of their Congress. If that body be ignored, reckless, and corrupt, it is because the people tolerate ignorance, recklessness, and corruption. If it be intelligent, brave, and pure, it is because the people demand these high qualities to represent them in the national legislature. If the next centennial does not find us a great nation, it will be because those who represent the enterprise, the culture, and the morality of the nation do not aid in controlling the political forces. I have a lot to say today, but I'm going to I'm not going to repeat this. Uh, you could look up quote by James Garfield about the electorate and you could probably find that. <clears throat> this is talking about one. I think when Clinton. Look, Clinton had such a <clears throat> excuse me, Bill Clinton had such a first uh, term disaster. Many conservatives thought there's no way that dude could be reelected. After he was reelected, someone said, the fact is the voters get pretty much who they deserve. Now that was saying a mouthful because he was accused repeatedly and with substance and evidence different from what Trump's been been facing of raping women, molesting women, uh, committing affairs with women having them them given blowjobs in the the uh white house uh cheating lying being involved in criminal activity on and on and on being impeached right and you would have thought after the first four years of that that people would have said geez let's try somebody different but the fact is that many Americans engaged in the same kind of behavior. So it's hard to get up and get people to get all riled up and vote against that if that Bill Clinton is basically a mirror like reflection of the voters, many voters. And it was a statement that said that Americans had pretty much lost their moral compass, which is a Bible. Like when people like James Garfield and the and then the go back another hundred years, the founding fathers, their moral compass was the Bible. they did not believe that a country could sustain itself and survive on people that are morally corrupt and it's I'm telling you the country is on life support now we are on a political ventilator right now, and you can see it the people that are morally corrupt are anxious to get as much money out of it before it totally collapses. You can see it on the local level. I know local people consider themselves Republicans that are ripping our county off in and Sutter County, ripping us off and just trying to pilfer as much money as they can get in their pocket. They, they don't have very long to live on this earth and they're going to have to answer for that to their higher power, whether they believe in one or not. But what we're facing here is people that are voting people into power that look a lot like them, which is immoral, which are thieves. We the, There are many Republicans here in this Yuba area that are in love with Kevin McCarthy, who is the type of person that James Garfield said, do not vote this person into office. People like Benjamin Franklin said the same thing. He said, when you start paying these people to serve, pretty soon it will be all about paying them and you're not going to get much service. They're going to be serving themselves. So when Kevin McCarthy got kicked out, people like Doug LaMalfa darn near shot himself. He was so despondent. I read about it last week. I read you the quote from, he said, said, this is my friend, man. Like, this is my friend. Like, we did an injustice. He was betrayed. No, no, no. He betrayed us. Doug LaMalfa, rice farmer for all your life, supposedly, you betrayed us. You are a betrayer to your district. McCarthy is a betrayer to the people of the United States of America and to many people around the world. He betrayed them. You know what it was all about? It's all about him. His universe revolves around him. Doug LaMalfa's universe revolves around him. James Gallagher's locally here. Same, same. They got the same DNA, that universe revolves around him. It's all just politics. It doesn't matter who the governor is, who's in charge, who, who has the majority rule. They're just happy enough to just get paid and be in control and do, have their little niche and, uh, and stand in line for their chance to take another step forward. Marjorie Taylor Greene weighs in on GOP's complete train wreck performance in the election this week. The lawmaker argued that the GOP's stance on abortion is not the sole cause of their train wreck performance. Instead, Green pointed out a broader issue, the inability to address and handle the issue of abortion effectively. Green believes that Republican voters are increasingly disillusioned with the party's weakness and inaction against communist democrat agenda, I agree totally with her. Whether you like her or not, I don't. I don't have to like everybody. I I like her, but the fact is, I like what she says. Green contends that the Republican base is fed up with party members who refuse to stand firm with Democrats. I have I have people I know on both of these central committees, and I think they think I've gone off the rail. No, I haven't. They've they got to get on the rail. I'm on I'm on the conservative rail. They're off. They're on a sidetrack somewhere. They're all trying to get their pockets lined with money and just playing some political game. I am not into any political game. In her view, the GOP must adopt a more assertive approach to win back the confidence of its base and ensure the nation's survival. I am 100% behind that. I think Republicans all all just roll their eyes at this stupid stuff. This thing with McCarthy, he only lasted nine months. That's like a bad marriage, a really bad marriage, man. You get married in nine months. You're out of that dude. She said Republicans did not lose because of abortion itself. It's how the party handles the issue. And there are bigger growing problems. She, she does a rant, man. Uh, She said the Democrats have turned full blown communists and the Republicans are not doing much about it. People are losing hope and can't see a way out and think it's all going to get worse. Strongly worded letters and tough talking media uh, hits will not stop the overgrown and out of control Democrat run tyrannical government. It's just the government is swallowing us up. It's smothering us. And many Republicans are just seeing cash. Come on, baby. Bring the cash my way. Over there in the Yuba Water Agency, all those farmers are like, give me that cash. It's my money. It's my water. Oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it's your water with a straight face. Oh, you know what they're going to say? Oh, well, the legislator said, okay, legislator said we could kill babies. The legislator said we could own black people. You're going to just, anytime you can get, get the legislator agree, agree with you, you're going to say, oh, it's my money, my water. Really? It's never your water. It's never going to be your water. When you drop dead. It's like, oh, that's mom's water over there. Come on. She said the Republican Party is tone deaf and weak. The the Republican central committees in this community are retarded. They're they're putting people into office that are buddies of theirs. Sycophants. That's why they are suck ups. I'll be right back. we got a third segment coming up, third out of 6 We'll be
7: right back.
2: Come here. I want to tell you something. (laughs) I never cared what color you were until you started blaming me for your personal problems. (laughs) I never cared about your lifestyle until you started shoving it down my throat. I never cared about your political affiliation until you started condemning me for mine. (laughs) I really never cared where you were born until you wanted to erase my history and blame my ancestors for your life failures. (laughs) I never even cared if your beliefs were different than mine until you said that my beliefs were wrong. (laughs) Now, now I care. My patience and tolerance are gone
11: and I'm not alone
2: in feeling like this. (laughs) Just know that there Hundreds of millions of people feel just like me. (laughs) Government
1: has only two ways of getting money other than raising taxes. It can go into the money market and borrow, competing with its own citizens and driving up interest rates, which it has done, or it can print money, and it's done that. Both methods are inflationary. We're victims of language. The very word inflation leads us to think of it as just high prices. Then, of course, we resent the person who puts on the price tags, forgetting that he or she is also a victim of inflation. Inflation is not just high prices. It's a reduction in the value of our money. When the money supply is increased, but the goods and services available for buying are not, we have too much money chasing too few goods.
4: Ever wonder why Sleepy Joe was pushing for electric vehicles super hard over the last few years with seemingly no cause? And uh, I guess he was doing it in the name of climate change, but I'm about to squash that really quickly. This is BHR Partners. They're an equity investment fund management company based out of Shanghai, China. They are controlled by the Bank of China Limited, and they have a partnership with none other than Hunter Biden. They deal with mergers, acquisitions, investment, and reforms of state-owned enterprise. Hmm. As of 2017, their assets under management was about 12 billion yen. Not too shabby. And here are their founders up here. Oh, wait a second. Devin Archer, we know that name. How do we know that name? And here is where it all comes together. Hunter Biden helped facilitate the purchase of one of the world's richest cobalt mines for $3.8 billion in the Congo through this Chinese company. The competition between China and the U.S. in securing cobalt, a raw material used in electric vehicles. No way. You're telling me that he was using his presidential political influence to get you and I to buy electric vehicles to get his family filthy, stinking rich, and it had nothing to do with climate change at all? What? No. Let's take a look at some of these articles, shall we? The New York Times. The Washington Examiner. The New York Post.
12: Have you ever heard of a thing called fluoridation? Fluoridation of water. Ah, uh, yes, I, I have heard of that, Jack. Yes, yes. Well, do you know what it is? No. no I don't know what It is now. Do you realize that fluoridation is the most monstrously conceived and dangerous communist plot we have ever had to face? <laughs> Mandrake, you realize that in addition to fluoridating water, water, there are studies underway to fluoridate? Salt, flour, fruit juices, soup, sugar, milk, ice cream. Ice cream, Mandrake, children's ice cream. You know when fluoridation first began? I know, no, I don't yet. 1946. 1946, Mandrake. How does that coincide with your post-war Kame conspiracy? It's incredibly obvious, isn't it? A foreign substance is introduced into our precious bodily fluids without the knowledge of the individual, certainly without any choice. That's the way your hardcore commie works.
8: Italy is the first nation to say no to synthetic food to so-called synthetic meat, it does so with a formal and official act. The resolutions called for a commitment to ban the production, marketing and import of synthetic foods within our territory. These regulations aim to regulate situations where the environment or public health could be at risk or when there is uncertainty regarding the effects of certain products that are being or will be introduced to the market or consumed. It is crucial to have measures in place to address these potential risks and ensure the safety of the environment and public health in such cases. you
0: can know that isn't known. you can see that isn't, shown. Only you, can be that isn't where you are.
5: All right, so if you need a a plumber, which you all do time time and again, uh, you got to think of Thrifty Rooter, and they are located up here in the Yuba-Sutter area, they and also the surrounding counties of Butte, Nevada, Calusa, and over in Lincoln, in the the county of uh, Placer. And you can uh, reach them really easy two ways. One, you could dial them up on their landline at 530-673-8201, 673-8201. Or you could go to thriftyrooter.net. And on that uh, website, it's a very simple website, very uh, simple and easy to handle. And it tells you what they do. It has a menu of things. Check, check, check. You can check them off, whatever you think you need. And uh, septic tank pumped, uh, plugged line, roots problems. Don't know what the problem is, and uh, you can send a memo off your phone or or through the internet off your computer, and they'll get it just like they get a phone call, and they will dispatch somebody out there right away, no matter where you are. So some of you are out there in the boondocks, and you got unique circumstances. And some of you are downtown, and you have unique circumstances, but they handle them both, Thrifty Rooter. So they get there really fast. they got vans all over the place, and they have the super big rigs that can pump uh, out your liquids and the solids off your septic tank and get you going, get you back up and going again. So that's Thrifty Rooter in in our area here. Give them a shout. Also, I was talking to somebody uh, this week, and she was uh, referring to north valley paralegal where she got some help she and her husband got help before he died and she was referring to the assistance she got from nelly garcia if you need any kind of legal help you don't need to hire an expensive attorney attorneys are way overpriced and they're overvalued and uh, you can go to a a good paralegal and north valley has uh, the best service i've found in this area in, in nelly garcia and it's because of who she is and the type of people she surrounds herself with. So if you give her a call at 530-751-9289, that's 751-9289. Uh, and then you can visit her. She's located in Yuba City at 1110 Civic Center Boulevard. That's right across from Sutter County Sheriff's Department, about a half block off Highway 20. Uh, that's easy. You, you can just, it's convenient to get to, is my point. Not a lot of traffic. Easy. And uh, right on the main drag, and so 7519289 make an appointment. Nellie Garcia is the owner, and she's a good lady, she's honest, she doesn't rip people off, she's fair priced, and she works really hard. You know, some attorneys I don't think work really hard for their clients. I, I talk work with a lot of uh, people that have criminal cases, and I can tell the attorney's not working really hard for them, just they're just cutting them a deal right? Like the public pretenders. So uh, check her out. And uh, I think you'll be happy about that. All right, let's get back down to it here. Uh, so I was talking about the, uh, the situation and, and what I like about Marjorie Taylor green. She just calling it the way it is. Like she's not just going through the motions. Like guys like uh, Kevin McCarthy could spend 30 years back there and you're not going to get much out of Kevin McCarthy. He just collecting the cash, making the connections, getting paid off, just like Doug Lamalfa, you'll never see him rocking the boat. Uh, that's when you see uh these other people and they get a bad name right away. Why do they get a bad name? Because the swamp doesn't like anybody to to raise a stank. It's just the way it is. And so uh um, it's gonna take more than just like get going along to get along, okay? She says Republicans lose on abortion because they have for decades allowed Democrats to lie about abortion on every level. Uh, She said just wait until the Republican Party finds out how bad turnout she's talking about voter turnout will be once the days of Trump rallies and Trump on the ticket are gone forever. I'm telling you, it's over, people. The Republican Party is a mummy. You ever seen a mummy? You slap it, it doesn't do anything but just a poof of dust come off it. It's mummified. We got a lot of people sucking on a dry tit is what we got. And you're just pumping that, pumping whatever they can get out of that thing. Get whatever left they can get before the whole thing falls down around their ears. That's what they're doing. They're doing it here in Yuba City, Marysville, Sutter, and Yuba County in California, all over the place. They're stealing elections, cheating, putting people into power. That'll do what they want them to do. Has nothing to do with being conservative. It has nothing to do with, with a, uh, serving the constituents. It's all about, it's 110% about serving the people in power. They got their, they got both hands in the till. They are, they are robbers or grifters. Republicans refuse to fight hard against evil lies of the Democrats who claim abortion is women's health. She talks a lot about abortion here, but she's also talking about people are sick of it. You wonder. Uh, she talks again. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting. To get some, anyway, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that. Uh, she just, she's a fighter. You know something? You just know people that just, they haven't got any fight in them and they're not gonna get out on the edge. They are not risk takers. They're not, they don't have a backbone. She's got a backbone. There are many back there that have backbones. They remove those as fast as they can back there because they just kiss up and get along with everybody. It's just like LaMalfa when they, uh, M.J., uh, when Green, Marjorie Green, Marjorie Taylor Green made a motion to censor Rashida Tlaib because of her false narrative, her lies. That's another way to say lies when you're in Congress, her lying and her desire to do genocide on the people of Israel. And you know that Doug Lamalfa, who who represents part of Yuba County and all of a Sutter County and many other counties in North State, very very conservative state, very it's it's the conservative part of the state. Doug Lamalfa voted against that censor movement. He didn't think I don't know whether you've listened to this. The squad they call them the squad back there. They're always wanting to eradicate Israel, kill them all. No different than Hitler wanted to do. And they get away with it. Nobody even stands up. You ever see LaMalfa stand up against them? You ever see McCarthy stand up against them? You ever see uh, even local politicians like Gallagher stand up and speak against them? You could do a lot of stuff, but you know what they're used to? Same old, same old. Just go to work. Same old, same old. Vote. Go take a pee. Go get a tuna sandwich. Have a cup of coffee. Come back. Make a deal. Not stand up for anything that's super dip challenging. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene came in. She, was, she wasn't there but a week, and she was on the floor of the, of the house making waves. She said, truth wins when it shines brightly and is not covered or dimmed. That's a Bible passage. We must powerfully declare the truth. That's from the Bible. Our nation's survival depends upon it. That's from the Bible. The Republican Party needs to boldly offer the truth, the solutions, and most importantly, fight with everything we have to stop communism in America and protect the most innocent among us. That's biblical speaking, even though she's not quoting the Bible. A lot of you folks that are Republicans left all the righteousness behind and are playing Republican politics. That is not that is not going to get it done, folks. Why waste your time? Go smoke weed. I would rather go do drugs than what you're doing, in the Republican Party. You're waste. You're you're uh, you're a legend in your own mind. Yeah, you're gonna line your pockets. Yeah, you're gonna get some kudos. You're gonna get some cash out of this deal by getting the right guy elected to office locally here. How much money do you need anyway? Don't you have? Don't you have enough to eat? You could come out the warehouse. We'll feed you. Why don't you just stand up for something really hot, really righteous? Get on the edge where people take money away from you. People try to arrest you, shut you up. She said our nation's survival depends on it. God help America. If 2024's election yields similar results as Tuesday, this last Tuesday, if conservatives don't wake up soon, what does that mean to you to wake up? Are you going to do anything different because of what I said? Probably not. Our our founding fathers believed that you needed to be involved in this. If you're not willing to be involved, I'll tell you something for sure. Somebody will, will fill your spot and take this country in a way that... You, probably you're going to get away with it. You're going to have enough stash to like... like uh Just stay loaded, have your little buzz on, your little cocktail, your little wine glass, have your little parties, have your little, you know, your little vacations. But your kids are going to get their ass kicked. That's what's going to happen. Your kids are going to get their ass kicked. Your kids are going to get their stuff. The stuff that you left them are going to be taken. You know, I know people that were at the top of the country in Laos and lost everything. Because the communists took over. People were at the top of the country in Venezuela, and the Venezuelans voted to go socialist. They thought, oh, I want a little I want I want more. 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 Go ahead. Do it. Not gonna affect me. I may be out of here tomorrow. I'm throwing down. I already went to court. They tried to shut me up, do a restraining order on me because I called out. that The rest of you aren't going to call them out. You're pussies. That's what you are. Oh, yeah, you're not going to have any conflict with the locals because you're not going to stand up. You're in on it. You're in on a deal. You've got dirt. You've got dirt. You've got shit all over your hands. If conservatives don't wake up soon, Democrats will bring in a full-blown socialism. Baby, we got it here in California. And we got Gavin. He wants to export it. (laughs) She said it's going to be the end of all things. Another article uh, by Jim Hoft. He says, "I've I've been talking about this lady. This gal is the Jessica Patterson nationally is Ronna McDaniel. These gals are an empty suit. These gals don't care who they who they hook for, who they do tricks for. They just want the cash. Well, they're getting a quarter million dollars a year to what? Lose elections? They would rather they don't care who gets elected. Where, you know something? If you if you, you had a real job and a guy or a gal does not do the job, you fire them. You do not rehire them and promote them and give them more money. You get rid of them. You don't hire them back. Say at the end of this job, we're laying you off. Top Republicans says are calling for the removal of useless Ronna McDaniel following. You know, she's Mitt Romney's, I don't know, she's a relative, like a niece or something. This gal's got the, the Romney DNA. It's corrupt. Look at Romney. What a disgrace. Calling for the removal of useless. It's not just a ro- removal of Ronna McDaniel. It's useless. This gal is a big fart. A big overweight elephant back there. Following the disastrous general election results in deep red states. It's just Unbelievable. She said it's uh, since Ronna McDaniel assumed leadership of the GOP in 2017, the party's grip on power has simul- has loosened under her watch. Republicans have experienced a series of electoral setbacks. Remember the big red wave we were supposed to have here a few years ago? We got nothing losing. She's lost eight gubernatorial races, three Senate seats, 19 house seats and a presidential race. Why would you keep a person like that, even if they were lovely and you'd like to have a, you'd like to go get coffee with them? I'd say, babe, love you and all that stuff. We need a new duck in your seat. Jessica Patterson, I could fit her name in there. I could fit a lot of people in California. You're not really conservatives. That's why I don't want anything to do. They call me up all the time, want me to get money. You know what I tell them? I tell them, go to hell. Go to hell, Republicans! That's where you belong. Oh, oh, oh! You're not Republicans. You're not conservative. You're not. I got people. They're they're they are wobbly on abortion. They're wobbly on homosexuality. They're wobbly on transgenderism. They're wobbly on the education system. They got all kinds of wobbles. They they don't belong in the Republican Party. There's something else, or maybe we should just start a, a more conservative party, right? Prominent conservative voice Ben Johnson, I don't know, oh, I think I know who he is, didn't mince words when he cataloged the failures of McDonald Donald's, uh, Daniel's tenure. The stark reality of these statistics is more than a mere blemish on a record. They paint a broader picture of systemic Failure at the highest echelons of the Republican National Committee. You know what I'm fed up with doing? I'm fed up with kissing the rear end of all these politicians. Oh, oh, James is in the house. Oh, Doug is here. Clap, 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 clap. What they done for you lately? Has James ever stopped a budget that had as many baby killers as we could fund in it? Why wouldn't he protest and say, I'm not going to ever vote for a budget that has baby killing in it, if he's pro-life. People oh, well, Jane is pro-life. You know what? Uh, there, I can't remember the guy's name. He was a uh, dentist, former dentist. And I was talking to him in a, in a guy's house here in town. They invited me over to meet him when he was running for office. He became the assemblyman, an assemblyman, uh, congressman, uh, not assemblyman in California, just like James Gallagher. And I said, I, I got a problem with you. I said, tell me your stance on abortion. He said, Well, you know, abortion's not the uh not the uh the only thing. I said, Yeah, I, I'm not asking about everything. I, I'll get to that, but how about abortion? Oh, well, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I said, I'm not gonna support you. I'm not I'm not gonna I said, would you stop a budget? Would you would you vote for a budget killing a hundred thousand kids? Okay, base. He's a Republican. You, if I said his name, I can't even remember his name. He was from Nevada County. You would you say, oh yeah, he was a wonderful guy. Yeah, you would. Why wouldn't you? Why don't you endorse Charlie Manson? Why don't you endorse some of these other people uh, murdering people all the time? I, I I stood I picketed for years abortionists in the in the area here in Yuba Sutter, until they quit. They 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 left. They took their 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 uh their gig elsewhere. You think, oh well, Lou, they just took it elsewhere. That's fine with me. It stopped the killing here. I'm responsible for here. I can't be everywhere. I'm not I'm uh omnipresent. I'm, I'm just hit present right here. But oh you, you know the fact is that Republicans don't do much about anything. Yeah, you, you know, how many times have you seen the Republicans? Invade the rotunda like the Palestinian protests the other day that that uh, Rashida Talib participated in and coordinated. How many times have you ever seen that kind of thing go on and them endorse it? And did you see anybody get arrested? Nobody got arrested over there. Who got arrested? The January six people. Did they all invade and break through into the rotunda? No, they didn't. That was a scam of the FBI. They let them in. And then they socked it to them. They're political prisoners today. You think anything's happened to all these uh, Palestinian dudes, Lebanese Lebanese and all these? Nothing. Republicans are pussies. They got no backbone. They got no morals. And they're just in it just like the the Democrats. Just stuff my pockets with cash. I'm going to walk out. Listen, it's too obvious, folks. It's just too, you're just, you're sticking out like a big sore thumb. All kinds of people are freaking out because, ah, people just says, in his recent conversation with Steve Bannon, Solomon, this guy named John Solomon asserts, That the elections depend on a simple yet potent formula candidates, messaging, money, vote, voters' turnout. He contends that the GOP, under McDonald's guidance, has repeatedly failed to secure a victory on any of these facets. We'll be right back. What
2: about your
6: What do you get with the Democrats? I'm Randy Thomason with your SaveCalifornia.com Minute. In all my years of working for California families, I regularly see how Democrat politicians fail and hurt people. The latest example in Democrat-controlled big cities in California are outrageous housing prices, unaffordable for most people, illegals coming in, a big part of increasing housing demand, The Democrat politicians' war on oil, increasing the costs of everything, open prostitution and sexually aggressive transients, increased crime of all kinds, downtowns of inner cities becoming unholy messes. These examples of Democrat politicians' foolishness and harm demonstrate Democrat politicians are the enemies of safety and prosperity. SaveCalifornia.com, championing your values in California.
10: We're here on the scene in this Republican county where African Americans are being oppressed by horrific new voter laws, forcing them to acquire a legal ID to vote. Excuse me, sir. You're unable to acquire an ID, are
11: you not? Uh, actually, I just renewed my ID. It's pretty easy, actually.
10: There you have it. This poor black man has been disenfranchised by racist voter ID laws because he's too ignorant. I'm sorry. Ignorant means stupid. Too ignorant to acquire a voter ID. Absolutely tragic.
0: Freedom of Information Act results have shown that the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists knew that the mRNA injections were commonly fatal to babies in the womb. And 11 million dollars was spent to bribe OBGYNs to lie to pregnant women about the safety of the injections and convince them to get the shot. U.S. nursing home data clearly shows that the MRNA shots were killing the elderly. The MRNA shots are now causing cancer. The CDC admits at least 118,000 children have died suddenly in the USA since the rollout of the MRNA COVID vaccines. The actual count is likely much higher, and that was reported a year ago. Nothing has really changed. The historical mass murder continues, and the perpetrators remain free, pushing for round two and winning the Nobel Peace Prize. Their discovery led to a monumental medical breakthrough, but even they were surprised when they learned today they're receiving
6: one of the world's most prestigious awards. The Nobel Prize in Medicine, the last thing a pair of scientists expected when the phone rang at 3.40 this morning. My husband
7: picked up, and he was talking to somebody, and then he just handed over and said, this is for you. Did you believe it at first?
10: Not really, you know, because,
7: uh, you know, people can make jokes.
10: I also thought it was a prank or, or an anti-vax joke or something. This has to be a prank. Some, <laughs> some anti-vaxxer is, 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 you know, playing with us, and, you know, th- this can't be real. We wait and the press conference starts and it was real. We couldn't get funding, we couldn't get publications, we couldn't get really people to notice RNA as something interesting. It it had failed clinical trials and pretty much everybody gave up on it. I mean, everybody was skeptical, but we didn't care. Katie and I certainly didn't go into science for, for money or for awards. We, we did it because of interest and curiosity. but We've got clinical trials for seven vaccines going on right now. We've got work on uh, cancer vaccines, vaccines for autoimmune diseases, for allergies. We've got gene therapy moving into clinical development. We've got a variety of therapeutics. So. You know, it's already been going on for many years, and this has just given RNA the recognition.
0: Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
11: Booster uptake in Canada is down to only 5% of the population, and yet people are still dying suddenly. Young people are dying now at a record rate. According to Ethical Skeptic, um, a Twitter user who's been analyzing data from the CDC, young people are dying at a record rate. Since the vaccines rolled out. Uh, and that's we're now almost a third year into the rollout of the vaccines. Mm-hmm. Most people haven't taken a shot recently, and yet people are still dying. So that means the spike protein is probably causing an ongoing damage uh, that could be accumulating long term. And maybe your, your body's able to handle it for a year, year and a half, and then your system gets overwhelmed. So you really need to, I think, uh, I think every person who's been vaccinated, whether you've had symptoms or not. I think it's important to be proactive with your health and and try to tackle the spike protein with some kind of a detoxification plan like Dr. McCullough's plan, you know, like, you know, the spike support formula with the natto kinase. Try to break down the spike protein. Try to block the spike protein. There's a number of nutraceuticals that block the spike protein. You know, there's also quercetin. Mm -hmm. There's dandelion root. There's black seed, black human seed, also called nigella sativa. There's olive leaf extract. Uh, curcumin, as I'd mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. uh, NAC, N-acetylcysteine. So these things are still available. These are supplements that are still available. Uh, You know, of course, in Canada, we have Health Canada that is coming after natural health products. Uh, And they're trying to get it regulated very heavily so that in a year or two, people might not even have access to these products. And I know there are similar efforts underway in New Zealand and Australia. So I think people really need to be proactive with their health and start, you know, getting your hands on, on some of these, uh, you know, yeah. natural supplements, uh, if you can.
2: The man is tall, man, I good looking. And he's got me in his eye. When he looks at me, I go weak at the knees. Got me going under the guy. The devil divine I'm so glad
5: that he's, he's All righty then Dave Greenitz I'm, and I've been friends for over 40 years and uh, he supported the show for from the beginning I can't even remember how many years I've been doing live radio and then I came over to this doing podcasts and now I'm back to write r- radio again and doing a little bit of this but he's uh, been helpful because he's a uh, Christian conservative Dave Greenitz uh, he's been a he's got a amazing reputation for doing wonderful uh remodeling construction, you know, remodeling. Doing all kinds of remodeling, even building outbuildings for you know, in California we do a lot of outdoor living where you can have your barbecue and all your stuff outside. Fancy stuff like that decks and he does all that, but he's become really Well known for kitchens and baths, where he just takes a messed up old kitchen, dated, wrong colors, worn out cabinets, broken a little bit, moldy bathrooms, and making them look gorgeous. So you can check that out, and I don't have to use a lot of superlatives or adjectives to describe it. You can just check it out with your own set of eyes. So you can go to greenitsconstruction.com. That's green, the color with E-T-Z on the end of it, GreenettesConstruction.com. Or you could go to Dave Greenett's Construction Facebook page. Check it out for yourself. If you want to shoot him a memo off there, you can, if you have any questions. Uh, Or you could dial him up old school at 530-682-9602. You can actually text that number. It's a cell number, 682-9602. And uh, you don't want to make a... a, You know, I always... and construction you don't want to make a mistake on the people uh, or the design or the colors or things like you don't have to redo it over again don't do it over again so expensive and such a mess once you get into it tear it all apart you want to put it all back together super duper first time boom you're done so check out green is construction you'll be happy okay and uh dr cassidy and i've been talking and we we're working on a couple of projects together dr cassidy if you don't know him it, it came to this area he was raised up in this area went away to, i think to ohio to go to a, a medical school and because of a grant he got he had to serve in ohio for a few years and then when he was free from that commitment he He came back and served as a health officer for Yuba County and then became in that he became the doctor for the jail and juvenile hall. And so he met lots and lots of people who had a lot of trouble in their life. Right. Sheriff's deputies will tell you the same or correctional officers. And they'll they'll tell you that probably 90 to 98 percent of people in jail are there for various crimes. But at the root cause of the crime is drugs and alcohol. Sad, isn't it? They didn't. No one at six years of age thought, "Oh, I want to grow up to be an addict or an alcoholic." They didn't do that. They just made some bad choices, right? You've made some, and sometimes bad choices can end up being a trap. And uh, sometimes you pick the wrong person to shack up with. That can be a trap, or abuser, or something. But uh, Dr. Cassidy and I've been working with addicts for thirty years. And so, when he retired from being the health officer, he still wanted to work with the clientele he used to work with in the jail. So, he works for Peachtree Health, and you can reach him there at 530 749 3242. Early this morning, I had a call from a lady. She didn't know whether I'd remember her, but I know her. She's a gal that owns a business in town, and her relative needed a rehab. And she said, Lou, can you help me out with some rehabs? And I did. And it's because Dr. Cassie and I work together on this. And so we get calls throughout the week. People say, I need, I need, I need. And we're able to say, I got you. So what we're, if you are wondering how to get set free from whatever you're doing, addiction wise, from fentanyl onto alcohol, smoking weed or whatever, you know, some people think kids in juvenile hall say, well, I don't do drugs, Lou. I do smoke weed. And I'll say, the problem is, even though I disagree with you on the the way you're describing weed. The problem is people are sprinkling fentanyl in it. If you smoke some, it's liable to kill you. it be the last toke you ever had. So if you have a problem in these areas, call 530-749-3242. That's Peachtree Health. Ask for Dr. Cassidy. Not the other, They got other good docs there, but they don't do what Doc does. He specializes in this area. And, uh, if for some reason you can't get through, well, if the lines are backed up or you're put on hold a lot, uh, I, I was put on hold. I, I have AT&T on my cell phone and I was put on hold cause I had a problem. I needed a problem solved. It wasn't functioning right. And, uh, they said, uh, would you like to hold or can we call you back? I like that. So I just said, call me back and bang, they called me back, you know, in about 20 minutes. And it would really work nice. I could go about, focus on other things, relax. And so you can text Dr. Cassidy. I'm going to give you his number, his cell number. Do not blow up his phone. I had a lady blowing up my phone all day today. It wasn't related to drugs. She just thought if she just keeps calling, eventually I'm going to answer. Like, forget leaving a message. Don't blow up a person's phone, particularly not his, and uh, just leave one message. And just do it during the day. Don't do it verbally. Do it text. If you have problems, I'm going to give you one other number. Here's his number, 530-682-8648, 682-8648. My number, you can call, leave a message, call me any day, at night, during the day, seven days a week. My number, Lou Benninger, 530-713-1838. That's my number. That's a cell number, Okay. So let's get you going, and uh, just like that guy today, I said, listen, if if you call these people, I just told you to call and get an interview, and there's any problem, call me back. I didn't hear from him. So that's a good sign, right? Maybe he got an interview, and maybe he got in, and he's going to get his life back together. Isn't that beautiful? All right, so I was talking about the election, and I was talking about how the problem is in our our society today, we don't fire people that, that don't. You hire people to do a job. They say, "Yeah, I want that job. I'll do that job for you. You're gonna pay me this. I'll take that money." And then they don't do the job, and then we don't fire them. Particularly, that's true. We got people working in government. I know people don't in government. They don't like what I say about government. Uh, I, I say, if the shoe fits, lace that dude up. Pull over the Velcro. Don't be blaming me. If you are a butt-kicking hard worker over there at the DA's office or in the jail, and you got a great attitude, and you're behaving yourself, you're not having sex with everybody in the department, swinging, and all that kind of stuff, you're good to go. You're a good public servant, maybe. But if you're jacking people around and dropping the F-bomb all the time, talking trash, bad language, treating people rudely, just working the minimum, I'm not giving you no slap on the back. I'm not giving you an endorsement. I don't want you to work there. I would rather have you have a problem, have, have to quit, have a health problem. Get out of there. Why? Because I'm paying you. I'm paying you if you want to be lazy and run your own business have a happy I'll buy you a coffee I'll buy you the latte baby you want to be lardo just slacking not going out of your way oh it's it's already 10 minutes to 4 I'll do come back tomorrow forget you forget you you wouldn't do that in a private sector So we got people like Ronald McDaniel and Jessica Patterson and all the people right up the chain. Even some of these people don't even get paid. They get these positions as head of of uh, what do you call them? Uh, Republican Central Committees, and they're all a part of the system and they just kiss up to these people. Don't kiss up to people who are doing the wrong thing. Call them out. Otherwise, get out, call them out or get out. Don't be a part of the problem. Don't live as part of the problem. John Solomon echoed uh, concerns on Steve Bannon, about Steve Bannon's concern, also uh, Green's concerns out of Georgia. He says, we need a dramatic change in the party's leadership. Did you notice that Tom McClintock, who I used to consider a conservative, but I have long dropped that. He not only, do you know that they finally, I told you that LaMalfa voted that he was okay with letting Talib run her mouth about k- killing every Jew and not censoring her. Censoring is the next step before throwing him totally. You know, you can throw a person totally out of Congress. For for foul enough behavior, you can just say you're out of here. I don't care whether your voters voted you here or not. You cannot serve here. There's certain decorum and behaviors. Doug LaMalfa said by his vote, with just a handful of other Republicans, that he was okay with Ra- Rashida Talib's words and behavior. This gal is off the hook, not so She's kooky. She's a killer. She would stab you. You know we haven't had any suicide bombings by these people. They're coming. These people, like I said last week, if they eat, if they don't eat bacon, they may be a suicide bomber. Steve, uh, we got our guy. Farmer says his his write up is I'm a lifelong farmer. How many when's the last time he ever was on a tractor? Whether or not he was a farmer or a drug dealer, he basically endorsed the elimination of Israel by his vote on that referendum. I don't care whether the wording was perfect on it. What happened is they they ended up rewriting it because she said Talib was a part of an insurrection. I don't know what you want to call these things, mince words in the Republican Party. They took over the whole doggone building, the the, uh, Palestinians. It was a setup. So finally, they voted on it and got her censored. And I guess LaMalfa voted for the censoring this time. I guess the words he needed them parsed a little better because he's such a word master. And McClintock still didn't like it. There were like three or four Republicans held out. McClintock, nah, I ain't I ain't going for it. You know, I'm I'm smarter than all the rest of you. I you know, I'm I'm willing to let her get away with that here. You can just say whatever you want. They call it free speech. It says You look at the data last night. They didn't win on money. They didn't win on messaging. They didn't win on getting out the vote. Republicans keep giving Ronald Ronald McDaniel a promotion. They keep moving around. They keep hiring her for another season. Give it up. Get rid of her. She'll make a jillion somewhere else and let somebody else see the failures. This is something I saw the other day. I thought it was great. We live in a time where intelligent people are being silenced so that stupid people won't be offended. I forget who said this on the uh on somewhere I saw it, and it was talking about all the students on our college campuses that are supporting. People that want to murder babies, I'm talking about live babies, babies that are born, children, adolescents, uh, elementary school kids, right? Murder them, butcher them. That's okay, the Palestinians, to declare that. There's countries like Iraq, Iran, that says our goal in life is to eliminate every Jew, says, we live in a time when intelligent people are being silenced so that stupid people won't be offended. And so this guy said the other day, he said, judging uh, this belief that they're pro-Palestinian. By the way, that was just a, a recent creation. There was no such thing as Palestinians. As uh, Golda Meir, the former prime minister of Israel, said when she was growing up, there were Arabs and Israelis— those are actual people groups. And they call them Palestinians, the Israelis and the Arabs together. There, there wasn't a special people group called Palestinian. But the kids all are eliminate Israel from the river to the, the sea or something like that. In other words, complete obliteration. You know what the guy said about the people, our kids in Congress? or our kids in high school or college. You know, Fallos the superintendent of Marysville, says her kids are brilliant. You know what this guy said? He's a very intelligent guy. I can't remember his name. He says, they got shit for brains. Did you hear me? I'm not really into cussing. I'm just telling you sometimes it's just not appropriate to use another term. They have shit for brains. They have no morality. They have n- no idea what they're talking about. They're out of their minds. And and they're causing all kinds of, they got, they got a right to do what they want to do. But we have a right to comment on it as well. I'm not going to, I'm just going to, just because people have a right to do something, they don't get the good housekeeping stamp. Right? They don't get the gold seal. They don't get the star on the forehead. All right. Uh, well, I don't know how much time to spend on all these things. Uh, I'll go over them pretty fast, some of them. This is, I've touched on this before, and some of you don't care and you just want to move on from COVID. Listen, people, COVID ain't moving on from you. That's just facts. It was never. You know, people say, people told me two years ago, oh, Lou, you talk too much about COVID. Dude, that's a, that's just coming down in our, our country. COVID is going to change everything. Whether you call it COVID or communism or the cabal, it's it's here, baby. And, and you have no rights unless you're willing to fight for them. And most of you don't have any fight in you. It's been sucked out of you. You've been taught how not to fight, to comply to everything. Some of the pastors, uh, I'll just say almost every pastor I know is the biggest bunch of pussies and losers I've ever met in my life. They got no fight. They got no fight. And they are supposed to be leaders of huge numbers of people, they're pitiful. They're not getting. To, they're gonna. They're not gonna get this. What they're hoping for. Well done, good and faithful servant. Come on. I don't care how how big a church is you have, how much money you're slinging. Whether you're talking on Zoom, whether you whether you've got all kinds of things going on. You are not getting a nod just because you you prayed a prayer of forgiveness. Let me tell you about insurance companies. I was wondering about this, and I saw it about a year ago. I saw. One of the actuarials that 's where they do the graphs on how you how we doing? Are they about the average number of people dying every year, or are we getting a spike in the number of deaths and lo and behold a bunch of healthy men in the in the prime of their life i 'm not talking about fifteen or twenty they're up in thirties and forties they're dying Well, what happens to insurance companies they're just not they're taking statistics they got to they, if somebody's got life insurance, they got to cut a check for cash. At some point, that's going to tag insurance companies in the nose. And so we got all these woke insurance companies. They will not admit how why people are dying. So it says in industry execs are alarmed by the surge in deaths among young people. But stop short of blaming COVID shots. I'm telling you people, what else happened? Were they eating manure in the backyard were they were they uh they, they're not smoking per so maybe they were eating cigarettes were they were they smelling the chemtrails before they took off and sprayed them? Were they drinking glyphosate? Were they huffing gasoline? Insurers saw death benefits rise. How can you even you it, you know when they allowed all the fires to burn all the houses down? Broke broke the insurance companies. Here's look what's happening. They have a benefit death benefit rise of fifteen point four percent in twenty twenty, followed by one hundred point two eight billion dollars. Nearly double the historic norm in total death benefits paid out in the industry in twenty twenty one. One hundred billion. We'll be right back. We got two more segments to go.
10: Democratic judge can tell a Republican candidate for president what he can say and what he can't say.
1: And if he tries to do it, see you in court, Your Honor, and we'll beat you because the Supreme Court of the United States will not tolerate that kind of political censorship. It won't even require going up to the Supreme Court. We would take it up to the Courts of Appeals in New York. We'd win there. He would take it up to the Court of Appeals in the United States courthouse. We'd win there. And worse comes to worse, we would take it up to the United States Supreme Court. And the decision would be unanimous. That's how powerful the First Amendment is. And it's not something that should ever divide liberals and conservatives,
10: Democrats or Republicans.
0: Much like other recent fires, such as Paradise, California, There have been several anomalies involving the recent fires in Maui. In the middle of an area untouched by fire, a random car with melted glass and melted aluminum alloy wheels and NORAD-tracked CCP satellites directly above all three fires at the time of ignition. Many people are saying it's directed energy weapons, and we are not getting any answers from our criminal government. The people of Lahaina have been given access back into their neighborhood, and there are more of these anomalies being discovered. A viral video of the Lahaina Pentecostal Church shows what appears at first glance to be an electrical fire in the ceiling. But how is everything in the church pristine, except for a portion of the roof seam and the wall at one end? Many are saying this looks like a laser cut through the roof. There is an area with just a few buildings that have been totally devastated by fire, while everything surrounding them has been untouched. It is unclear as to how these random buildings caught fire.
9: And obviously the building next door is fully intact, no structural damage, no fire damage whatsoever. And then you have this building here. Uh, You can see the scuba tanks in there. This was one of the dive shops. You can see it's completely and utterly burned from the inside out.
0: And there are automobiles in untouched areas that somehow completely burned out. Once again, with melted glass and aluminum. Right, little parking lot, gravel,
9: everything's looking good. Those cars are probably working somewhere. These have been here for a while. But then this thing, and I know it didn't get moved here because you can still see the scorch marks on the building. Okay, so. How'd this thing catch fire? Scorch marks, right? It was definitely burning right here. Just a random car fire, random truck fire. Okay, look at this, look at this. How could this car? Okay, the building is perfectly fine. We got a concrete parking lot, right? I mean, even the trees are still good. And yet we got this guy. I mean, this car is melted, bro. This thing got absolutely melted. I mean, there's nothing. Someone probably threw the water bottle in there, but look at this thing, man. Now talk to me, people. Somebody, not a conspiracy theorist, but somebody that understands something about fires. Tell me, in the midst of this fire, is there an ember that's big enough that could float over here, incinerate this car, melted, and nothing else around it? I don't think it was moved here, right? don't think it was moved here. That's just tripping me out. How'd it catch fire? What happened? I don't even see flame marks back there. I see, I see marks here, brown, black.
0: You can see it happened here, right? The wood survived the fire, but other objects were turned to piles of ash. In many of these piles, the ash appears to have been metal.
9: Why is all this on fire? Or why did it all, there's not even a structure here. But,
0: Again, I don't know,
9: just, that's just piles of ashes of stuff that was clearly made out of some kind of tinfoil or metal or something. I don't know, the metal really took a hammering on this fire. If you were metal, I mean wood, you're kind of good, right? Wood, yeah, you're, you're not too bad. You're metal, you're done.
0: We aren't getting any answers. The victims of Lahaina are being ignored while the government funnels money to Israel. And the metal culvert is melted. Look at the metal culvert. Oh, yeah, That's a metal culvert, man,
9: and melted. And just a little bit of grass, right? Why is that metal culvert charred?
0: And a frog has been found at ground zero, frozen in mid-jump, suggesting an instantaneous flash of high energy.
9: This right here is a toad that is Petrified or mummified in mid-leap, so you can see the angle of it, it's not squatting down, it's very symmetrical in every way that it is, and you can see those legs just jumping, so whatever it is that happened, happened in a split second.
0: Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
5: you a couple others here my friend ted holmes and i were on the phone today we've been friends for over 40 years he's getting ready one of these days he's going to retire but uh, he still runs a plumbing doctor in his construction firm and he wants to do full-time missions work in construction helping people but he's running the plumbing doctor here in yuba sutter counties they do a good job for you and so if you have any needs in plumbing in yuba sutter he can also do some reconstruction work if you need to open up a wall or dig through a floor some plumbers hey hey you know you need to get a contractor i'm just going to do the plumbing he'll do the whole thing if you want and he's got the expertise to do that he could build a brand new house if he wanted so you can reach him easy at 530-671-9111 671-9111 the plumbing doctor also when uh when i have a problem with my the body of my vehicle or into the apparatuses, not the motor and the brakes. I take that somewhere else. But Allen's Auto Body takes care of all the auto body work I need, paint, repairs, brokenness, new parts, da-da-da. They're down here on Sutter Street in Yuba City, and you can reach them right at the cross street of Tea Garden. There's a bright, really bright yellow building. You almost have to put on your shades to drive by. T at sutter that's Alan's autobody that's kevin carrie clark kevin clark and their boys they all work there and they uh, do, do some fine work and they're fine people i like to work with don't you like to work with businesses where they're really nice people they're honest people they're good people you just feel good about giving them the business because you need to get the job done and you think i, I like it that i help their family while they help my family right that's what it's all about so, okay, let me get down here, and I was talking about, uh, okay, 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 getting close to it. So here's the insurance situation, folks. Right now we have in out in Sutter County where the Sutter County supervisors are eliminating your fire department. When they do that or they go to an all-volunteer department, you're gonna, your insurance is going to go up, could be, go up thousands of dollars a year. Can you stay out there? You're going to have to sell out, liquidate. If you do, the environmentalists are going to all jump for joy. They're going to go out and have champagne and throw some drinks back because they want to get rid of you out there in the rural areas of Northern California, and they'll do it any way they can, and they can't get legislation to force you off. So what they're going to do is run you out financially. One way is to get stupid people like the supervisors of Sutter County to not fund the uh sutter fire department and when they don't do that and they go to a volunteer department that's going to cost you way more money insurance rate you know if you have a if you have a uh a paid plus volunteers fire department that's one thing if you have a hydrant by your house if you have a lake by your house you can pump out of you have a fire hydrant all these things are factors and so what happened when when they wouldn't manage the forest and they let them burn up all the homes and they they lit uh, <clears throat> paradise on fire, things like that? Nobody wants to insure these houses. I just told you last week about a, a deputy that told me he he had to leave his beautiful home that he and his wife and young kids were living in rural Nevada County, just outside the city limits because they were going to bump his fire. Uh, his bump his mortgage 500 a month that's thousand a year folks can most of you handle that really not a new couples that's not easy for a new couple with raising a young young kids so they they had to just put it on the market and walk away from it that's going to happen in sutter big time it's going to happen all over yuba county foothills as well so uh so now we have it happening with people's uh, they took the jab You know, everybody endorsed the jab. Insurance companies didn't say don't take the jab. They they supported this. They supported the government, the communist government, right? All our supervisors did. You know who I just found out today uh, that didn't take the jab? Well, I found out one of them a while back. You know, the head of Pfizer, he did not take the jab. He admitted it when he was at the uh, Davos uh, World Economic Forum. He admitted he didn't take the jab, said he didn't think he was at risk. And then Tedros, that's the guy's first name, Tedros, he's Ethiopian. He runs the uh, World Health Organization. They just asked him, and he said, no, I didn't take it." Isn't this amazing? Didn't you feel under pressure to take it? Now they're all saying, well, we didn't mandate it. It was just a suggestion. Did you feel like we had to take it to return to normal and have normal life? There, all these leaders now are saying they didn't say that. I don't know how you got to that conclusion. Now we have all these people dying, and now the insurance agents are trying to save face and saying, well, we we just have no idea why they're dying. Well, I'll tell you what they do know. They're going broke, and they're going to be broke. They're any way that they're going to come out of this because people are actually dying. You know, when you're dead, a friend of mine died yesterday. When you're dead, it's over. You can say, I wish, I thought, I should have, but if anything having to do with that person, that's over. This is over. The people that took the jab are going to die unless you got a really low dose or you got a placebo. The CDC numbers reported in August show the death rate of American ages 50 to 45. Listen to this. How many people? Just listen to this ages 50 to 45, it rose 20 to 24% above normal in 2020. And it soared in 2021 to nearly 30% death increase for 15-year-olds. I don't even remember. I, one gal died in our, in our school. We had 2,300 kids in a drowning accident. I don't know any other kids that age died while I was in school. This is nearly 30% death increase for 15 year olds. Let me ask you parents. I'm 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 going to speak blunt with you. You feeling good about giving your kids jabs? You think, oh yeah, I'm all into You know, I believe everything the CDC says. I believe this. I believe that. I'm a good this. I'm a good D. I'm a good R. You know how much a death rate I'm talking about real people dying and collecting insurance. The death rate increase was 45% for 45 year olds. Will anything get your attention? Would a 40 foot wave from Oroville dam get your attention? What would get your attention? Would a big case of syphilis, get your attention would Would you think, and you're taking a vitamin, and you think you take a fentanyl by accident, would that get your attention? Would you call 911? What would get your attention? Would anything move you from being a go-along to get-along, do nothing? Most troubling to ensure is the CDC data reported in August showed that Americans in the period of January to May 2023 were still dying at abnormally high rates with the pandemic, long over. You remember they declared, oh, it's over now. Well, then why aren't we just as healthy as can be? Mortality rates were 25% higher than normal among 15 to 19-year-olds and 20% higher among 45-year-olds considering considered their prime of life. If you're 45, do you know that's the prime of life, according to these people in the insurance industry? The issue is, this lady says, her name is Samantha Chow. Sounds like a brilliant Chinese girl. The issue is, can the industry handle a sudden spike in claims? She added, the real concern for life insurance lies in preparing for an unexpected wave of death claims and the impact on their assets under management. Do they have enough reserves to weather those outflows? Given the excess deaths, it's not just about death or health. It's also about the whole industry's ability and readiness to manage the mon- monumental flow. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you that the, our health, our life insurance industry is liable to say, all the auction free, we are toast. We're done. No matter whether you paid your claims or not, we don't have no more money, no mana. No bucks, no shekels. We're done. We're toast. When they when they burn up enough houses because they will not maintain our rural areas like they used to. You know, our forefathers that I'm sure you think weren't as smart as the brilliant ones at Marysville High School. They had they had the t- forests way under control, baby, and they weren't pretending they weren't shouting on Facebook how a wonderful green I am I'm an environmentalist like I Christian friends every time they do a barbecue or something for the homeless or hand them a banana they said oh we went out and served the homeless and everybody like clicks way to go way to go way to go a little hearts of love and thumbs up like oh my oh like you know they don't wait for God to tell them like okay or no (laughs) okay ever got a no okay The industry, the fire insurance industry is busted, folks. The health insurance industry or the uh, health insurance plus uh, life insurance is is gone bonkers. Where does all this lead? This is not catching anybody by surprise, people. This is not catching Bill Gates, George Soros, Klaus Schwab, Anthony Fauci. Ralph Baric, Jamie Farrar, Peter dasick none of them are surprised. The Rothschilds, they're just going to come in and they're going to buy up the pieces and they're going to create a new system. It's called a one world government. Chow blamed the excess deaths and claims on the ripples of COVID-19 and its varying impacts leading to higher rates of depression, suicide, and increased substance abuse. I wonder if our illustrious health officer, Fong Lu would accept this, that she has created a ripple effect of higher rates of depression, suicide, and increased substance abuse as the health officer. Remember I say she really should be called the death officer? Other insurance executives told Wall Street Journal that they blamed delays in medical care as a lack of as a result of the lockdowns in 2020. You remember you couldn't get in and get checked over for your cancers and stuff. And then later, people's fears of seeking out treatment and trouble. Trouble getting appointments. They and then but then they got listen to this guy, Pierre Corey, you should get his book. This guy was they tried to. Hanging and crucify Pierre Corey because he told the truth during COVID. Pierre Corey, president, chief medical officer of the frontline COVID-19 critical care alliance, FLCCC, who treats long COVID and vaccine injured patients in his practice, called on insurance companies to work with the media and government and investigate the powerful evidence that countless deaths and disabilities are temporarily linked to the COVID-19 MRNA jab. And read the exploding science that pinpoints mRNA technology, lethality. For you out in all Linda, that's death. If you shoot somebody with a, a gun, it can be lethal. Fentanyl is lethal. A knife in your heart is lethal. Lethality means death. In an interview with the defender, Corey cited more than 1 million COVID-19 vax-linked Vaccine-linked injuries, that's COVID. COVID jabs. Injuries, disabilities, and more than 30,000 deaths reported by doctors, nurses, and others. And that's just a small portion of what's been reported. Ah, uh, Let's see. Matthew Crawford, a Texas-based statistician. And finance specialists who spent years analyzing COVID-19 data for his Substack newsletter told the defender the insurance industry has been in denial. You ever heard told somebody they've been in denial? I love this. He said they're in denial over growing evidence for vaccine-induced deaths for more than a year. In March 2022, he said the CEO, hold on, of German health insurance giant BKK Vita that's the big jumbo German health insurance giant, presented evidence that the vaccines had already killed tens of thousands of Germans. You know what happened to him? Instead of people being glad that he told the truth, the stupid people, the shithead people, you know, here's what they said. He was fired the next day as the story and the story vanished from the news. In other words, if we take the story down, it really didn't happen. And we got rid of the dude that, that actually spoke the truth Was honest enough Hey when you go to the doctor You want him to lie to you Your doctor Oh well, you're sicker than a dog Oh I, don't, I have no idea what happened I have no idea Doctors all over you Oh well you didn't Yeah you got that symptoms Oh it's just It just Happenstance Coincidence Didn't have anything to do with jab These people Don't you want You know some people You hear the guy say Doctor Just give it to me straight Give it to me straight. Just tell me the truth. I want honesty. Don't sugarcoat it. Okay. You're going to die. You're going to die in three months. How's that? All right. I appreciate it. (laughs) So this German expert CEO, he says the vaccines have killed tens. He would know. You know, these guys at Adventist Health, I can't remember, was it Richard Rawson? Was that the CEO's? He knew exactly how many people died and they label it COVID. You know why? Because he made hundreds of grand, hundreds of thousands of dollars per person that they pegged all the way with COVID, put them on the vent, put them on remdesivir, and sent them out the back door to be cremated. He knew exactly. I wonder if that's why he retired right in the middle of the deal. Maybe his conscience started to bother him. In June of 2022... So anyway, the German health guy got canned in 24 hours and they took down his article. In 2022, June, Lincoln National, that's insurance company, reported a 163% increase in death benefits paid out under its group life insurance. You can't you cannot do that people. You cannot have an increase. They don't have enough money to do that. In August 2022, Reinsurance Group of America, RGA, their financial report showed massive 2021 losses, downplayed, lied about, covered up, defrauded by report uh, by the report authors. Plus plans for new accounting methods that we should all be worried are designed to sweep. I can't even read this word. It's something. Jatrogenocide under the rug. I think it's called, it's 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 genocide from the jab, folks. The insurance people are having a meltdown. You know, they can't speak out because they're all bought and sold by the government, right? They own them. They own them. they got so many regulations, they'll just grab them by the neck and say, resign. You're out of here, buddy. Anyway, there's lots more details here. I don't want to spend a lot more time on it because there's other things to talk about. This is a cool thing. This, this is where authors write write some facts but don't tell the truth. Study data. So they do a study, right? They study children. Uh, let's see, what ages were they? Little guys. They studied children. Uh, and they studied for several, a number of days. They studied children that did not take the vaccination or the jab, and they studied children at the same time that had been vaccinated. Now, if you've heard about shedding, right? Shedding's where you actually are giving off the stuff from the vax to other people, or you're giving off the the, uh, virus to other people. The data showed that vaccinated kids shed COVID up to three times longer than unvaxed kids do. Does that don't you think that means that they're more dangerous if they're shedding it all the time? If I'm not shedding off disease or virus coughing on you or however it's shedded touch by touch, whatever. You're good to go. Right. But if I'm shedding it three times longer so that, you know, you know what the common thing was, well, then. Uh, the vac- the vaccination should not have been a requirement of kids going to school, correct? But they didn't give you any, any. Uh, you can't find any place in here where they, sa- they come to a conclusion and say, therefore, the whole closing of schools was like contrary, was bad for the society's health. All they do is admit to the fact that vaxed kids were healthier than unvaxed kids. And then they make up a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. And here's a, there's an activist group, did you know? They're called the Former Fed Group. Former Fed Group, for short, Freedom Foundation. Former Feds Group, Freedom Foundation. They launched a new letter-writing campaign. You know what they're trying to do? Is stop remdesivir, the use of remdesivir. It's killing people left and right. I'll be right back for our last segment.
8: I've got a will a it.
1: We've all had a tough year, the cost of living crisis, pandemic not long gone, and now a recession. So this Christmas come to one of our stores and spend the last of your money on a load of shite you don't need. Yeah, fill your boots with plastic crap that'll be in a landfill before the end of year. Oh, and buy some mince pies as well. You like mince pies, don't you, you fat prick? Where else you gonna go? Your local shop. They've all closed. Cause of us. We've got you by the balls. So look at this final image, listen to the music, feel all
12: Christmas Eve,
1: give us your money. Supermarkets, pretending to care.
7: Can you tell the story of the months that led up to Barry's assassination? What what did you know? What did you sense? What did you think?
13: Okay, when I got out of prison, I hadn't been out long.
7: I was uh,
13: eating breakfast, and there was Ronald Reagan's face right on the television. We have absolute proof that the communist Sandinista government is in the cocaine running business. And there was that fat lady, the C-126, on the runway with the bellied in, And I thought, oh, God, (laughs) he had done it. So I had heard that Barry might have been working with him,
7: so it wasn't long before working with with the
13: DEA or whoever yeah, he he was no longer on our side, you know
7: so uh, can you clarify how you got that from the Reagan making a statement about we've heard okay,
13: there was his plane there was Barry's plane, and okay, on the way north, we could stop in, in Nicaragua and land on a military base or on a a base that they used as crop dusters and all and refuel. Yeah, and so that shortened our trip. would go further into the jungle and come up, and that was what Pablo Escobar and Ocho and them. And they had to, they was associates with the the people in
7: uh, Nicaragua. So Barry was, if that plane was there, that means Barry was feeding the DA information. He was working with them at
13: that time. But let me back up a little bit. When when I was flying, and I told Barry we would we would refuel and uh, train the airplane the the loads in Belize. Where I had a, a spot up there, and then that's when the they told me we can refuel in in uh, Nicaragua, and then you fly all the way. and Barry couldn't believe it. He says, "All right, but I wanted to land. I had a place in Louisiana for ten thousand dollars that I could land, unload, and sheriff and all of them was paid off." And uh, he said, "No, no, no. I can't get caught in me in Arkansas." I said, "What do you mean you can't get caught in me in Arkansas? You get caught anywhere." He said, I can't, it's going to, but it's going to cost you $50,000 every time my wheels touch the ground.
7: Why, can you explain why he can't get caught? He on, said me Arkansas? He, was,
13: he was hooked up with, the, with him at the very top, and he even said, I'm going to have dinner with the governor tonight.
7: That's, at that so time, Arkansas, M- Mr. Bill Clinton.
13: Undoubtedly. And he sort of like, did Bill Clinton, did you give him any money? And I said, no, I never gave the man any money. But it was like the money that I had that went to the Grand Cayman Islands. And I told my lawyer, I said, I never touched that money. He said, you don't have to fondle it to be guilty.
7: So, so uh, what, I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories and a lot around the relationship between Barry Seal and the Clintons. Absolutely. What evidence do we have? Well, what would you say from your best understanding, um, of what was the relationship between Bill Clinton and Barry Seal?
13: Barry said, and he knew that he couldn't get caught in Mena, Arkansas. And when that movie was gonna come out be called Mena, somebody stopped it. I mean, they stopped it dead in the tracks for two or three years, and the producer even quit.
7: You mean she, the American Made with Tom Cruise movie? It wasn't It was gonna be called Mena?
13: It's the name that was written and produced in Mena. And wait, waiting on Hillary to be elected, they they would oh, not let that movie out. And that movie was
7: changed drastically. But to push back on that, that doesn't mean there's truth there. That means they were worried about it, the, the power of the conspiracy theory, which right. stuck. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, some, some conspiracy theories, just because they're popular doesn't mean they're true. And ones that... Uh, but it also doesn't mean they're not true. And there's ones that are not very popular that could be true. But that one... That one really stuck. Do, do you, do, I mean, what's your sense? Well, I paid $1.5 million for burial land at Mena, Arkansas.
13: So I was pretty well assured that he couldn't get caught. And I said, well, I can't get caught in Columbia. We can't get caught in Nicaragua. I guess we got a license.
7: <laughs> so we went for it. Oh, so when you say I can't get caught, just to clarify, there's a, there's a sense where this is a safe place to land. Yes, like completely safe. So you don't think he was referring to some kind of, um, you know, like my grandfather who fought in World War II would talk about bullets can't hit him. So no. it's almost like no, uh, believing.
13: He was, he was taking that $50,000 and giving it to somebody. <laughs> to somebody. And yeah. Barry was honest, so he wasn't just taking it from me because he was making a million dollars. He didn't care for the 50000
5: So this uh, Remdesivir, which was proven to be deadly when they used tried to use it, and it was—it's never been a good medicine. Let me just start there. You know, some medicines just don't pan out, and they get rid of them. They said, "Oh, all those millions of dollars of in investment, bummer," and they have to get rid of it because it either can't pass in in the Food and Drug Operation, or it just has—it's killing people. You, there's whole lists of them. Actually, remdesivir uh, killed fifty three percent of Ebola patients. Just killed them. Why would you put it as the mandated solution in all the hospitals in America? That's what Anthony Fauci did. Pfizer was making it. Anthony Fauci was getting all kinds of money. Remember, I told told you last week. Anthony Fauci was getting. All kinds of money from all these companies that were that he was advertising for them. Basically, when he tells every hospital that this is what you're going to get funded to use Remdesivir, then they use it, whether it's good for you or not. So a guy told me the other day I was riding with him in a car, semi homeless guy, and he told me he said, "Oh yeah, my I brought about a COVID." He said, "Oh yeah, my friends." Got COVID. He's over there in the hospital right now. I said, if they give him a he's going to die. You ought to go over there and tell him that. <laughs> he said, what? I said, yeah. It's called hospital homicide, my friend. you ever kill anybody? He just kind of looked at me. I said, hey, take it or leave it. Let him die. I don't give a shit. Whatever you want to do. Former Feds Group Freedom Foundation launched a new letter-writing campaign Against Pfizer to raise awareness on the deaths and injuries associated with remdesivir. This is this is so fraudulent. You know what they did? They put people that had they were sick from covid. They put them on in the ICU and they put them on remdesivir. Then what they did is they said, oh, covid covid's causing people their their bodily organs, their body organs to shut down like their kidneys and stuff. Do you know what the side effects? You know, there's side effects to any kind of medication, right? And one of the side effects from remdesivir is it shuts down your kidneys. But the local officials said, oh, well, it's the it, it's COVID that shuts it down. That's not right. Doctors say that almost in every demographic group, if you just stayed home and treated it with normal vitamins, et cetera, et cetera, not over 90% percent would would uh, in in some cases ninety eight percent would recover from COVID the COVID bug. Remdesivir a treatment commonly administered in hospitals and you got paid bonuses if you used it folks Remdesivir uh okay it's a nonpartisan campaign. Draft a letter, they did this, they did it. She said, Lori Morgan, a co-chairman of the Michigan chapter, uh, said, my lost my husband, it was to remdesivir, and we launched a class action lawsuit against Gilead Sciences for, for remdesivir. They created it, I guess. When we filed that, we found that, that Pfizer is actually the manufacturer of remdesivir, and Gilead is just distributing it for them. Okay, that's the connection. Pfizer makes it, Gilead Slings it. So we are now in the process of refiling the paperwork against Pfizer. Knowing now that Pfizer is the brains behind the operation and they're all still mass producing remdesivir and the vaccine that are continuously injuring people, we are out to stop them and make people aware of what's going on. Michigan judge in July ruled that a lawsuit against Gilead can move forward, thank you, Jesus, and be tried in the courts despite claims by Gilead that it is protected under the Public Readiness Emergency Preparedness Act. That's PREP Act. You're not always pre- pre- uh, protected by these, uh, this immunity stuff if they, if they catch you with fraud or not properly informing people. In that suit, plaintiff Daniel Nowaki alleged that, gla- uh, that glass particle contamination in remdesivir led to two strokes and a leg amputation. Does that get your attention out there, folks? Think this is no big deal? Oh, luck, tough luck. Tough luck. The chips didn't fall right for you, babe. Said we have over 1,100 people documented in CHBMP that are victims of the same exact problem, which is remdesivir. And so we are representing not only those people, but everyone else who has not told their story. They want an immediate halt to remdesivir. Do you think that the hospital over here would halt their remdesivir because it's not doing the good a good job? No, they're not. You know why? They get paid to kill people. Am I saying, I I used to do a lot of volunteer work over there. Probably the nurses are all new by now, but there's some fine nurses over there. But I'm telling you, when the the administration says jump, they say how high. When they say you do this, they do that. So when they say tell everybody to put on a mask, whether it works or not, you put on a mask if you're going to go in that hospital. You need to find yourself some other health care folks, some alternative health care, because they're going to start forcing you to wear a mask again. So it says here, I, I mentioned before, in an African study testing the efficacy of remdesivir in treating Ebola, the results showed a 53.1% mortality rate for participants treated with the drug. What if they wouldn't have been treated and they just let them see whether to kill them or not? I think the the rate of survival would be a lot higher. Remember in 2020, you remember this? Are you forgetting it already? You can read about it in Bobby Kennedy's book, The Real Anthony Fauci. You should go get a copy. Bobby Kennedy is one of the better writers in America. Dr. Anthony Fauci in 2020 said that remdesivir would become the standard of care in treating COVID-19. Why not hydroxychloroquine? Why not, why not ivermectin? You know, they, they just, many doctors knew better, but they, they didn't have the backbone to, to speak out. The people did really, didn't really know what ivermectin was. Some people that, that tr- use it for animals did. They knew it was good for animals. And some people like myself had taken hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactic against malaria. And we knew that it had been around for decades. And when Fauci said, oh, it's very dangerous, it, there's no science behind it, it hadn't been tested, it this, it, he threw out all the right things to buffalo the majority of the population. And nobody needed remdesivir. Nobody needs it today. Nobody should go on the vent. If it, you know, I've talked to you about there's ladies out of Texas that offer their help for free. You just have to call them. I gave you websites. If you want them, I'll give, you, you can text me at 530-713-1838. I have them listed. I can give them to you. You can get on. You can download your paperwork. You can protect your loved ones when you go to the hospital. You do not have to be uh, pressured and strong-armed And thumped on by the hospital administration to do what you don't want to be done to your loved ones. You can just say, you ain't going to do that. You know, they started calling the law enforcement in to force people. They're interfering with their loved ones. You know, what happened to patient rights? Did you hear that? They ended patient rights. They just, they just, with a sweep of the pen, said, people do not have any patient rights. You know why? It's an emergency. So now you lose your patient rights. What are your rights to decline any treatment, to walk out? You ever seen people walk out? AMA It's a term against medical advice. I've seen lots of people walk out of the ER. I'm not saying that was a wise move in every case. I'm saying that they walk out AMA against medical advice, and then the hospital basically is off the hook. They would not let people walk out under COVID, folks. They held them hostage. It's called hospital homicide. The letter also urges and demands that Pfizer informs the public of their own nefarious activities, negligence, and dishonesty. If somebody if you wanted to find out something about somebody that had something to do with your life and they had some doc, they had some information that you needed to know and they said to you, we will release that information 75 years from now. Would that generate some suspicion in your mind that there's some funky stuff in those documents that, They've done that on the assassination like of John Kennedy, for instance, and maybe even Bobby Kennedy, because basically our own government killed our president. So thankfully, there is at least one judge at that level to said that said to Pfizer when they said when the attorney started saying we want to see your test results on the MRNA vaccine and how the tests went. And they said, uh, well, there's tens of thousands of documents and we got to go through them or we got to do this. And so we don't want to, we need 75 years to sort all that out. The judge said, no, that ain't going to happen. And we need thousands. He he gave him a particular number of pages. I want this many available and turned out to the public every single month or you're in deep trouble. And as they as they release those, people realize that Pfizer basically poisoned our family members. Did you hear what I said? Pfizer, the biggest farm pharmaceutical company, poisoned our fi- fi- family members. You know what's what's bad. You know what's difficult or troubling about that, aside from the fact that your family member died, is most of your politicians like Kevin McCarthy and Doug LaMalfa and all these politicians take money from Big Pharma, Pfizer, and are owned by them. And you think, oh, Doug will do the right thing. He's righteous. Oh, he goes to church. Oh, Kevin McCarthy, he's like he's like a really nice guy. My cousin met him one time at a fundraising banquet. He He said nothing but nice. He was real kind to him. Yeah. These people make decisions based on who donates to them, not by you, not because of you. And Big Pharma owns the Congress of the United States. And that's why Dr. Anthony Fauci could say he talked to Pfizer and said, let's give everybody remdesivir. And I want I want to dismount out of the deal. And I'm going to tell every hospital in the United States, why Why would a hospital have to go along with them? Have you ever wondered about that? Because they're getting paid by the government on Medicare and Medi-Cal and Medicaid, all the meta, 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 and the insurance policies. And they just say, this is what we're going to pay for, and we're not going to reimburse you this amount of money if you go with an alternative treatment. So the gals that run this hospital uh, hostage operation, getting people set free, they force hospitals to do what the family wants, or they pull them out of the hospital and treat them elsewhere. And it's working. And they do it for free. It's an amazing deal. They called me up. I talked to them on the phone. I had a great time. I wanted to have them come out here. Maybe one of these days we'll have them here in town, and everybody can listen to them. It's just a one-day, a few-hour talk, and they hook you up. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Let's see. I'm uh... just—oh, I talked about voting. Um... Man, I guess I'll just—I'll push over to next week some of this stuff. So here's here's a I got five minutes. So it says it's happening. Voting machines down in several are down in several districts in Pennsylvania due to votes getting flipped. Remember this Pennsylvania? They showed there was the votes got stolen from Trump and they still wouldn't. He still couldn't win in court. Lehigh Valley News has reported several voting machines in multiple districts across Northampton County are down due to vote, votes getting flipped and not recording properly. Voting machines went down. They list all the different precincts and stuff. Voting machines only flipped votes in the retention race between Judge Pinella and Judge. It doesn't make any difference. They're, they're they're garbage, and either somebody's cheating or they're manipulating it. So that's that. Northampton County. Uh, there's there's a big brouhaha there. Recurring nightmare, Maricopa's County, Maricopa, right? This is where the gal just lost the governor's race down there. She won it, and they stole it from her. Uh, uh, recurring nightmare, Maricopa's County's latest election interference cameras go off they're supposedly monitoring it voting locations close early they're, they're supposed to stay up until seven people get there they closed at four thirty. voters who called maricopa copa uh were sent to closed locations in jurisdictional election they got video of all this i mean maricopa is so screwed up i think it's the biggest one of the biggest most populated counties that's where uh oh the f- famous sheriff uh was down there uh said maricopa county elections department oversaw another third world election on tuesday where polling locations closed early unannounced and voters were forced to drive around town looking for a place to drop a ballot i mean these you know this is unbelievable there's another one i think i think i got three of these uh, Elections department sent out the wrong ballots to undetermined number of voters. This is in Kalispell, Montana. So we got Pennsylvania, we got uh Arizona, and now we got Montana. Kalispell, Montana. This is like county clerks, oh we love, you know, our county supervisors, oh we love our county clerk. I said I, I didn't I didn't ask you whether you're having sex with her, whether she was doing you or not. I was asking if there's, can we look a little closer and see if there's been any mistakes? (laughs) So two years, almost two years after Kalispell, Montana approved new ward and voting precinct boundaries, the Flathead County Elections Department used the old ones in mailing out the absentee ballots. What are people smoking weed up there? They mailed out old ballots to the wrong precincts. Election officials made the announcement. It's not like some right-wing conspiracy. The election official said, as the balloting was taking place, uh, it impacted, we can't even figure out how many numbers of voters it, it affected. So it says, going forward, the, this, is so, this is so typical of government. Listen, listen, listen. Well, going forward, the county will continue to review and to check and to double check our procedures, <laughs> man, if this happened in the private sector and it was a restaurant, the health department would shut it down and it would be it probably go broke before it got open. Check out. That's why we had no uh, formula on the shelves. <laughs> Said we will implement updates to prevent a recurrence of this incident. This serves as a poignant Reminder of the paramount importance of maintaining the public's trust in our electoral system. There is no trust anymore, people. It's over. And uploading the fundamental principles, upholding the fundamental principles of fairness and transparency in all we do, the statement said, well, thank you very much. You simply can't do your job. You have one shot. You have a one shot on that election to get it Right. It happens every couple of years we do an election, right? You have one shot and you can't do that. That's what you do. You're the elections clerk. That's all you do. You do not fix the plumbing. You don't make a tuna sandwich, right? You don't uh, do women's hair. You just get the darn ballots out to the right people and keep the thing purged. And you can't do that. That's government. And what, do you think she's going to get fired? No, she's not going to get fired. Nothing's going to happen to her. She says, this gal says, we are doing our best to figure out what happened. Well, good for you. I get a kick out of these Office of Emergency Services who totally botch an evacuation or whatever. And they'll say, Well, you know, we don't do these every day. We don't do these every month. And we just, you know, we just learn from everyone and we hope or do better, even though we got paid just the same as if we did everything right. We got paid for all those years and all those months where there was no emergency. Now we have emergency and everything got screwed up and we'll just have to learn from it. Right. We're done. We did six segments. So thank you for listening. And Lord willing, we'll be back next week.
8: The bright blessed day And the dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonder